Welcome again to another episode of Nerds in the City, a Central Florida podcast talking about nerd cultures, movies, games, comics, art, movie reviews, and local events happening in and around Central Florida. As always, you have myself, Tony, and Nicodemus. I'm like, feeling visionary today. It's like the eighth time you use Nicodemus. Because it's, it's my name. The Nick part, yeah. You got to stop thinking about me as one person and think about me as multiple people in one package. Yeah, but so you're that, saying Nicodemus always comes up every time? Yeah. He's, oh, okay. a, do- he's a dominant personality. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We'll go with it. Uh, Ricky's out today. He's uh, spending some quality time out there in the world. Oh, yeah. And we're here. And we always have some good news coming out. Oh, yeah. Uh, one for sure is uh, the Batman movie. The uh, uh, What's his name? Um, you, D- which one are we talking about now? The Batman. No, I, I wait. Uh, they were calling it, uh, what's, uh, what's the name of the actor? It's a detective. From, no, no, the, the guy that was playing Batman. Yeah, uh, uh, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, his movie. They already announced two people they're going to be. Well, they already casted two. People these are it. solid because there these was one solid. that was like everybody was like thinking it was gonna happen and then they, it kind of backed out. No, they they have Paul Dano as the Riddler. Okay, they confirmed him. So if you guys don't know Pat, Paul Dadler, Paul Dano, um, he was Clitz from The Girl Next Door. If you remember that movie? Oh wow, he was. Yeah, he was. He was in Looper. Seth. Yeah, he was Looper. And he was in a uh, Swiss Army Man with and played Hank the uh, cross from. Uh, Harry Potter. After so it's weird because so he play, he always plays the not necessarily a goofball, just kind of like an outcast, right? Like a little bit of an outcast. Yeah. Tall, lanky type of guy. So, I think he could play a good role. He, I think he could. He has that like lanky uh, outsider uh, doesn't like he's he's like he, perfectly. He's an outcast and. He'll play the role like real menacing. I think like when he, so, when, it, when the character turns. Yeah. So like here's my whole thing now with uh, when it comes to Batman uh, role gallery. I want like I always think about the the actual psychology behind it. Like you know you think about the character the the the, the you know little things about him. Yeah. And what kind of personality he would be in real life, right? So you know like they were the, the all the talks was the Penguin, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking about like if you're gonna bring it up to like a new school, it'd be more like a Wall Street. Kind of sleazy, kind of getting away with murder, like fam- come from a rich family type of thing. Yeah, that's how I would picture like a more, you know, more for, realistic. For yeah. So I'm for thinking about what would Riddler. You, yeah. What do you think would be a good realistic kind of details to throw in there about Riddler? Like, it would be. I think he would be more because um, his is like problem solving. What's intellect? Like, intellect. So it would be a professor. Okay. So it would be like a scholar or a professor that just. Uh, it's like theoretical physics or something like out there on the wall, uh, like out there. Yeah. That he just he he doesn't connect with the world. I think like in my head, I'm thinking about you remember that movie uh, Thomas Crown Affair? Yes. Something like that, where it's this guy who is so intelligent and he tries to challenge himself so much, but he can never find anything to challenge him that he starts getting into like crime to challenge yeah. himself. And robbery at that highest yeah scale. like heist white robbery. Co- white collar robbery yeah but in his mind he's like he's not really he doesn't think he needs it he just likes the he, challenge the challenge because you know he can't be challenged mentally yeah so and batman is the only person let's say who can and that would be a great kind of like adaptation of the character where you can as far as finding the basis for him anyways that was just my just quick thought on that but uh yeah. who's the other guy who's the other person you said uh zoe uh kravitz 
Which I think is... Is uh, confirmed as Catwoman. So if some of you don't know, she did play um, in uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. Uh, Road Rough Night. The one with the bachelor party. Rough Night. That um, I guess they killed a person. I guess they ordered like a stripper. And I feel like that's almost every... Was Scarlett Johansson in it? Oh, the versus the other way. Like, where was the girls that did it? Cause yeah. You, you usually hear about that when bachelor party. You don't want bachelorette party. Bachelorette party. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. You usually hear that with bachelor party, like, kind of dark stories, kind of like bad. Uh, we did bad. Was it bad things? Bad things. Yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. Um, no, I love I love the character Zoe, uh, Zoe uh, Kravitz. I remember she's from Marvel, too. She's from Marvel. Yeah. She was in um, X-Men First Class. Yeah. Uh, she played a very short role, but she yeah. was in it. Uh, she was in uh, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. She, she was, was? A, she was a voice of uh, Mary Jane. Oh, she was. Yeah, and full circle being that it's like Harry because Paul Dano played with uh, I keep forgetting his name that played Harry Potter. Okay. Uh, and now they have Robert Pattinson that was in Harry Potter. Well, if you actually want to talk about full circle, or then not she, full cir- she played. She was in Fantastic Beast. She was uh, Lestrade. Yeah, Lilo. So it's like it's just funny that they all coming from, oh, the Harry Potter world. The Harry Potter world. I just thought was hilarious. Well, because I was actually gonna say was I thought was funny is I found out that she actually did play Catwoman as the leg in the Lego Movie. Oh yeah, I think I read that somewhere. She's the voice actress of the Lego Movie. Yeah. Well, I you know it's funny, and I mean. Uh-huh. I, I'm I'm not saying acting wise because I know they're gonna bring a whole different thing to the character, but as far as look, because if you think about it, Catwoman is one of the few characters. You know, there's always that that that, that hot topic debate of you know changing the ethnicity of a lot of like us characters, right? Which is funny mm. if you bring that up because the original Catwoman. That's what I was gonna bring up. Yeah, it's it was a um, African American. Eartha Kitt, yeah. Eartha Kitt, one of the most iconic roles of the character. Uh, I remember she was the one that did the rolling R, you know, and and throwing R's in the purr. Oh, yeah, she was Catwoman in the Batman movie. Yeah, so, like, it's, I just, I I think it's the funniest thing of all because, you know, obviously there's always, I'm sure people are going to be saying that, too, about this being Catwoman when, if you you really want to be nitpicky about it, the most original character, whoever, actress who ever played it was African woman, woman, yeah, Eartha Kitt. So. That's that's good. I like that. <laughs> so it's it's gonna be interesting. I think they're both gonna with their history of their their acting skills. Yeah, their f- filmography. Yeah, I think they're they're gonna do well. I no, think, I think they're gonna, they're gonna adapt to it well. Plus, it's a younger cast. Like no, you, it, you know, was the fear that some people have, and yeah. like people had a fear of like the Joker that came out. Yeah, uh, was that oh the Joker's so old, yet Batman. Or Bruce Wayne was so young that that age gap is gonna be crazy different once you get older. I like the I like the fact that the, all the cast like relatively around the same age group, like yeah. mid to late mid to early thir- mid like mid twenties to early thirties. Okay, they fall into that, so which is I like, so they don't have that huge age gap. I'm I'm enjoying so that I enjoy but that. But you know, that one thing I lo- like one thing I'm trying to realize and the people I feel like people need to be more kind of open to yeah is just that if this is these are comic book movies right and comic oh. books have so many variations on them like that's why you should just watch something and accept it like looking for too much uh continuity is difficult yeah 
So, like, yeah, the whole thing about Batman being older, I mean, as uh, Joker being older, you know, it messes people up, but it takes away from the fact that it was such a good movie or a good character. So, you know, that's what I'm saying. I think, that, like, when it comes to, especially this one, because at this Batman, I believe it's going to be a completely different different thing that we've ever seen before. Yeah. Uh, more closer to the original, because the original comic books of Batman wasn't that he was, like, a superhero. It was that he was a detective. detective. Yeah, he's he's more mostly his detective skills to solve exactly. Crimes. So I'm hoping, and I'm glad it's, it's that they're going to touch base on that more. Yeah, like, yeah I it's like gonna that be idea. Him trying to figure things out and trying to take clues because that's the thing. You, the other ones, you know, it's never really been about that. He you know no. he, pick, he uses his technology kind of like the way, and he always just seems to know it rather than. Doing the actual like the like, thought process exactly of like, like how, who did it putting stuff the pieces like together it's like oh he already knew and I think the 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 rogue gallery is gonna grow because he's gonna when he's trying to figure these things out he's gonna go through his entire like a huge list of rogues all right so here's my question when mm-hmm. it comes being that this is like pretty much the third installment or like the fourth installment of a Batman movie you mean adaptation oh well installment yeah, or adaptation adaptation okay of Batman and sometimes when they come out with movies. They put too many villains in it. Mm-hmm. So, do you feel like they should add another one? No, I actually, from what I, sorry, I didn't mean to say no, but uh, from what I was understanding, um, the the plur- like the amount of villains in this one is actually better. The reason I say that is think more of the, along the line of Batman the animated series. Yeah, there's been a couple episodes in the series where it's kind of similar to what they're going to do with this movie, which is. He something happens, something horrible, horrible happens. Yeah, and he uses you know Batman's trying to figure it out who did it. So well, the first thing he does is he goes through the lineup, things that would point him to directions. So he's actually going to have a lot of villains potentially be introduced into this one, but not that they will actually be the villain of the, the movie. The movie itself. Okay, so so more like if, uh, I would assume if let's say all the villains break out of Arkham Asylum. And then he's detective and trying to find them, trying to catch them. But in the process, he's introducing the Joker, Riddler, something like that. But, but I think he, yeah. his his main, the one that that's more prominent, mm-hmm. that he has to battle would be like Catwoman. Or well, kind of like remember, uh, oh, perfect example, um, Hush, right? Hush was something like that where he's going through this rogue gallery trying to figure out who did these things, and he realizes it was actually none of them. Really, it was somebody completely different, somebody completely new. Hush. Is, yeah, Hush. Is that the name of the comic? Oh, okay. I'm thinking of uh, when you said movie. Oh, no, no. Well, I'm saying I'm thinking about, I think that would be yeah. the direction where it's like, again, he thought something, he was going through his kind of like his list of people, the rogues that he, he deals with, the villains that he deals with. So I think they might be introduced and they might be suspects, mm-hmm. but ultimately not all of them are going to be part of the story in the sense of like, they'll be part of his investigation, but not necessarily part of the crime itself. Okay. Yeah. yeah all right. So yeah, if it's like, but that's that's only if they're acknowledged in the movie, but not actually in the movie. What do you mean? Like no, like if, he's gonna, he's probably gonna talk to them. He's probably gonna suspect them. He's probably gonna watch them a little bit, stuff like that. Because that, again, that's the way the animated series was. He yeah. would go to them, you know, see what they're doing, and then kind of like then question them the way he questions them, and then they prove to him somehow in that part that they weren't the one that committed the crime. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Why? I, I, I don't know. It just doesn't... I don't think it would work. No, because I, I, we, li- we live in a time where it's like, if you're going to choose a villain, they have to be over the top and no, they have no. to be the one he fights. 
But we forget that, I mean, that, like, that's what I'm saying. If you watch the anime series, that's what I loved about it was they were just part of the Gotham's life. Like, they always were trying to better themselves, right? So just because they were villains doesn't mean they were criminals at the time. So they could have gone to Arkham, did their time, and went up to the regular world. So there's, you're, so you're saying that the, you feel like it's going to be... That they're not in their full in their final form of no 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 even after the final form watch the show the cartoon what I mean no I'm like, talking about in the, in, in the in the sense of the movie no I think is they're gonna be who they are I think the Riddler's gonna be the Riddler and you know Catwoman's gonna be the Catwoman but I think they're probably gonna be either um not really engaged in criminal activity at the time like they probably already did their time in Arkham and they're out and they're all living like normal lives normal lives to some degree so he's suspecting that one of them might have reverted or maybe. He would, you know, who knows, might visit him in Arkham. So it just might be a variation of it where, because I, I always thought that was weird in the cartoon where these people would commit all these crimes, but yet he would find them in, like, society, like, you know, either on probation or, like, Penguin always used to have a business. Yeah. Where it was kind of like hit and miss, whether it was all on the up and up and up, but whatever. But that's what I'm saying. So I think it might be something like that. And that's why I think Penguin might be an essential part of the cast because I think I don't think he's going to be... The necessary villain, but I think he's gonna be kind of like the big, the big informant. Yeah. So the because he always tried to maintain a straight business as well as his illegal stuff. So I think that's the one Batman will come through a couple times trying to get information. All right. I don't know. Just, I mean, again, this is more probably more my hope of what it's gonna be than yeah, this rather than me be. knowing what's going on. I know, but so. <laughs> it's yeah, it, it is it. I just I wouldn't want to see it that way. That's Why? my per- I don't but know. But remember, this is the Detective Comics. This is not. I know, I know, you I know. know. The, I know that Batman, be- the coolest car. They yeah, yeah, he's gonna have a cool ass car though. Uh, let's see. He's. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Well, not, depends. Not when that the motorcycle. Not the, the motorcycle that they had. Well, okay. First off, when's the movie set in? They haven't. They, they haven't declared a time or. Uh, That's what I'm saying. What about if it was? What about if it was done in the 50s or the 60s? It could be. Around the time of com- the time of com- like, what about their like twenties gangsters? He still had needs a badass car. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter what time or year. I'm just saying. Yeah, I know, I know, but uh, yeah. No, so uh, what else is going on? Yes, yeah, so uh, in a little bit of oh, let's go with Spider Man because mm-hmm. we're going with the Marvel. I mean DC. We jump into Marvel real quick. Uh, Sony mm-hmm. and Marvel have agreed to a crossover. With their boy Spidey, so in in essence, what they're saying is that Spider Man is able to be in the MCU universe mm-hmm. and also be able to cross over the for the Sony's Marvel universe, meaning the Royal Gallery of Spider Man involving Venom, Carnage, um, Scorpion, Rhino. Like that would be in their gallery of his universe. So would would it be a Venom movie with Spider Man in it, or a Spider Man movie with Venom in it? It would be to introduce him properly. It would be like a spider, a Venom, with Spider Man coming into a Venom movie. But yeah. then Spider Man taking over ultimately, spearheading that that whole franchise with See, it. See, and this is what I worry about is, it's not always just the fact that they couldn't make another uh, Tom Holland uh, Spider Man for Marvel, right? The Marvel yeah. couldn't do it anymore. It's that Sony would attempt to do its own. And just kind of muck it up. And that's why I'm still worried. If they're going to do a crossover like that, I mean, 
I mean, I know I just said continuity is not that as not, you know it's something to be loosely based when it comes to comic book movies. Yeah. But not if you already have an established character. If you already established established Spider Man, Batman, and you want to you keep the continuity of that character within the movies he does. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm afraid of. They're gonna make him do things and say things that he or even go through situations and those little brief cameos or whatever they do. That's not consistent with how Marvel's envisioning it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I understand. Because like, they're gonna, because how Marvel, how Sony did Venom a little bit darker. Well, not just that. Like, I mean, what about if they? Because I know Tom Holland looks young, but technically, what he's in his twenties. Yeah. And I would hate for him. I mean, so far he's still in high school, and that's kind of what's been keeping that kind of innocence where it kind of balances the movie pretty well. The I would hate for Marvel to be like, oh, no, no, he's in college now. He's in college, like, because they want to introduce, they want to get that demographic. Because that's the problem I think that Sony has is that they always, they always try to go for demographic rather than, than kind of consistency and kind of storyline. Yeah, story and form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see that. But in uh, what you were saying about like continuity of storyline, yeah. I feel like it's gonna be. You know how like uh, what movie was it? Um, in Endgame. Yeah. How they were like, where was Ant Man the whole time, and then. And, and wait, I'm saying in Infinity War, they were like, where was Ant-Man? And in Endgame, you saw what happened, like yeah. where, where he was at, that he was missing. Yeah. So I feel like that they're going to do that. It's like in one Marvel movie in the MCU, he's going to be like, all right. And then you just see him, let's say, go back to New York. And then everything that would deal with New York happens in New York, but he doesn't talk about what happens in New York. And once it comes back to the MCU... Or if he's in the Sony universe, he doesn't mention anything. I think they're going to try to keep him consistent with his age and storyline if they're able to cross over. Or maybe not. Maybe they're like, oh, that's Spider-Man five years from now. He's way more established than the Spider-Man in the I'm just What I'm hoping universe. is that there is some... And I've always wondered this in, in Hollywood, if there's a, a position for this, like where it's like somebody's job... Is to keep consistent, like continuity. They don't have to write story. They don't have to do anything. They just have to know that story so well, like basically just that 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 nerd on demand. You know, just yeah. like hey, yeah. sir, 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 sir. Sorry, sorry, that's not consistent with the character. Like yeah. we want to do this. It doesn't work, sir. It doesn't work for the character. It doesn't work. Yeah. Like they, they, you know, they don't pitch ideas. They just they, sit there like, and just you shoot know, things down. Yeah, like, just shoot things down. Like no, that character would not do that. No, no. They should have because they have everybody like they always have an expert on site for for just. I think that's what we believe, they, but sometimes but I know you they see, do. Like that's what they had. Uh, was what was that movie? Um, he was like a, a general in mm-hmm. um Full Metal Jacket. Yeah, the you know the commander, yeah. the one screaming. He he was actually I think if I remember. No, yeah, he was an actual drill sergeant in real life. Yeah, yeah. no, but they he, he, they had him on site. Yeah, as a consulting consultant to see like oh would this actually happen if you were if it was in your position yeah and then all of a sudden they were like he could do it way better than i guess the actor that i guess planned for and they just put him in so you understand so they i think they do have people on on site to be like yeah it it would it is consistent it's not consistent but i think they they don't take their word or their suggestions so heavily so they're like We'll do it. Yeah, we agree with you, but you know we're just gonna do it our own way. Man, we want to sell these demographics. <laughs> I know, right? Oh man, my favorite is when people. I feel like people they kind of do stuff and then they don't follow up to the end, and it's almost like nah, people won't care. Like that's the part I I can see that happen so much in certain movies, 
And I feel like, man, they just really just do not like like have that lot of faith in people where it's like they'll start something in the story and then they won't follow up on it at the end and just like they just kind of brush it off like nobody noticed like nobody, <laughs> yeah. nobody noticed that we started it we did we kind of brought it up but we didn't do anything with it so <laughs> nobody's gonna notice it that's cool yeah but let's see what happens and but from what i'm what i read was that he set up for one more two more movies with marvel i think yeah and at least two cameos in uh, in two different movies okay. for spider-man for the mcu side i know he's gonna have his own standalone and i think he's gonna be in another movie and then after that, he's going to have two cameos, if I'm not mistaken. Or, or is it one and one or I think two and two? And then I think he goes fully back to Sony after that, unless they renegotiate after that and see what happens. But, um, yeah. Uh, in other news, uh, yeah. production for Cowboy Bebop got set back for seven and a nine months. I know Ricky's disappointed. Yeah. Uh, John Cho got injured on site. Uh, what happened, Andino? I forgot. I th- I think it was like a knee something. Like I think he was doing. They were practicing the move consistently, and everything was right. And when they did it, I guess he just messed up a leg. I don't remember what body part got hurt, but he just got injured, and he has to go through rehab. And he has. To, I think he had to do surgery, and he's out for seven to nine months. So that just stops production completely. Wow. And and being that he's like the star of the show of the. Netflix show. Probably I mean, I'm happy because I, I, You're I happy. like. No, no, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not happy that he's hurt. I'm yeah. happy that the actor. I really like the actor, and honestly, when you know a couple, you know, less than ten years ago, like when like White Castle like that was out, you would have thought he was gonna be. Hal Kumar. Yeah, you would have thought he would have been bigger. And don't get me wrong, he's done stuff. He did uh, Star Trek and all that stuff, but I felt like he could have been a bigger actor than he is, now. and he's currently in. Now he's starting to blow up again, but it just it felt like he could have been so much bigger than he is right now. Oh yeah, but hey, he he picked good roles and I've always liked him. Like you said, I always liked him as an overall actor. Harold yeah. Kumar, I was really happy with him. Like, I mean, I know he did one re- uh, recently where it became kind of, but it was kind of like an like a like underground viral type movie. But it was uh that somehow he lost his daughter, and the whole movie kind of like takes place online. Yeah, so it was mostly I remember that movie. Um he his daughter went missing. Mm-hmm. And he's been, he was going through his, her whole social media and contacting her friends and and seeing what where is she? At the end of it, spoiler, she they found her. <laughs> I was like they didn't say something dark like No, they find she's her. She's dead. Like what? No, no. <laughs> like that's not a spoiler. That's uh, just a heartbreak. Yeah. But then he was in um, he Star Trek. He was in Star Trek. Yeah, like I said. Uh, what other movies? Do you? He's oh, he was a. Uh, oh, that's funny. I was just looking up. He was an American Dad. In uh, five the episodes, TV show? really? Yeah. He was uh Vince Chung. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> he was in Total Recall. He was in American uh, Reunion. Oh, of course, yeah. And he was he was in the American Pie series. Yeah, of course. Yeah. He was uh, the one that one. I think I think he was either him or the person he was with started the, the word MILF. Yeah. Yep. So oh. yeah, he was in uh, How I Met Your Mother, the TV show. I know we watched that a lot. He was Wait, in that. He was. Yeah. Oh he yeah, was. he had like one one episode. Yeah. So. Yeah. So he has a good good track record, and I'm amazed. I love the show. 
Uh, I'll be honest anime. with you. I'm excited. I don't know if I should watch Have you watch watched the, anime? No, that's the thing. I've never seen anime. That's why watch I'm like, it. I've, no, I know the history. I know there's like a huge fa- fan base to it. Ricky's a huge fan of it. Um, Ricky's the reason why I became a fan of it. Because Ricky was like, you need to watch it. Because I'm a little bit late into animes. And I've been trying I am, to catch up. I am too. To I'm, I've degree. been catching up. He got me on uh, uh, Neon, uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yeah. I got that. Then I got Cowboy Bebop. And I think you would like that way more. Really? Because it's Space Cowboy with noir f- elements in it. Yeah. That's why I think it's famous for that. Like, I, I got to get into my anime. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I have my, my favorites. So, you know, you got the Death Note. I think Ricky was the one that got me into Death Note. Um, The the one that I got, that I love myself is... uh. uh um, uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, Brotherhood, though. I I can. Oh, well, whichever one. I I think that you kind of watch both of them and appreciate them both of them. But yeah, they're they're just a wonderful, wonderful story, man. And then Bleach. I haven't watched Bleach. Wow, Bleach is definitely an adventure because it's like what eighteen seasons, something like that. Something like that. Not as much as One Piece, and not which is I think it's been going on for years. Which one? One Piece. One Piece. Never seen that one. That was a trailer that we saw earlier today. Oh, we did the anime. You oh, like, the 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 pirates one. Yeah, the pirate one. Oh yeah, with Luffy. Yeah. yeah, that's One Piece. That's wow. I think that's like nine hundred episodes. Or something. That's crazy. It's, wow. like it's like an insane number of episodes. I was telling one of my friends like, I think I'm gonna watch One Piece. He's like, It's gonna take you forever to catch up. <laughs> I'm just letting you know now. I was like, All right, and and I know there's websites that you could, you could, uh, if you like, you want to watch a TV show like Naruto or anything, yeah. they'll tell you which one are the fillers. So you don't have to watch them. Well, what is it that what was that Dragon Ball Z uh, series that they Kai. did? The Kai, where they Dragon were just, Ball Z Kai, which they where they, they just cut, cut out like the five episodes of them powering up and just went to it. Yeah, no, they, I think it was they brought it down to like ninety eight episodes or some some like crazy number. It was because it was like up to a hundred and yeah, there would be like twenty episodes of them powering up. It was the most dude. I love the show, but it was the most ridiculous thing. Like. You're like, oh, he's powering up for a blast. Okay, I'll, I'll catch up the next six episodes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just see so, when he throws it. So, yeah, there's websites like that are strictly dedicated to animes yeah. and, and eliminating any fillers. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so watch. It's only, and it's a short series, too, which is great. It's about 23 episodes. 24 episodes. Cowboy Bebop. Oh, Cowboy Bebop. I'm like, wait. Yeah, it's like 24 episodes. Okay. Like, Samurai Champloo is like 24 yeah, yeah. episodes. So, they're not long series. They're short and very impactful. Highly recommend it. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. So, so what other? So what else we got in the so, news? So uh, for our gaming news, what we got? Uh, Fortnite. Uh, last week, the day that we were recording. Oh, they didn't tell me. You tell me like if I'm not like playing on this no, game every day. No, like, no, no, no. But I'm saying that that's when it happened. Which yeah, it is. R- the middle right of after, was, Literally, I noticed after because after you left, after you left the recording, I started I was like, yeah, you know, let me get a quick game in real quick. And, yeah, and that's, you got the black hole. So Man, what, it took me a while before I figured out that it was because I didn't know if it was part of the marketing at first or just the, literally an error. Yeah, because they didn't. There was no de- no details, no news. It and just then, said error on it. Well, not that it said so, error. It's just like oh, it was just black screen. Yeah. I mean, granted, you get like a ring, kind of like a dark hole thing, whatever. Yeah. But then you try to look online, you're like, oh, you know, somebody tell you something just simple like, oh, we're setting up for the next game or something like that. You got nothing of that. I, oh, I couldn't find anything that said that. Everybody was just freaking out. I was like, is it coming back? Yeah. So what happened was uh, Fortnite, like, last week, Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, they had a huge patch update or just a, yeah, a huge patch update. Cause yeah, they, updated, they reformatted the, basically the whole world. They reformatted the whole world. They upgraded the, the uh, welcome screen 
and a few like yeah. Uh, there's a couple of new features in features the, in, in the and, game itself. But, yeah, so within the game. So what they did is they they just was out for two days. Yeah. Easy. And Nick, it was one of the first that had experienced it firsthand trying to get into the game. Like I literally would. Ch- I'm such a. You know, it's funny. I I feel so weird because I like I know you know I'm listening a lot. I'm watching people just talk junk. Like oh, these guys are flipping out for no reason. And I'm not. I wasn't flipping out, but I was just. I really was like I didn't know what to think because <laughs> you know you have your routines, you have your game. So like kind of like your decompression thing. Like you come in there. I'm gonna play some. You know, Call of Duty, some Destiny, something like that. I mean, right now, you know, my game happens to be Fortnite. So that's what I come here, you know, decompress a little bit before I, you know, edit pictures or anything like that. So the fact that I just, I, I lost that kind of like thing that was filling gaps, just like, I don't know what to do with that small time. So yeah. it just, I would, every day I would check to see if it turned on and didn't. And I think it was in Tuesday. Monday. Monday night you were talking about it. And you were like, something's going on with Fortnite. I see people going crazy. I'm like, yeah, they had they just announced they have a huge p- patch update. And, and it's coming it back like, sometime Tuesday. It was, yeah, it was Tuesday when it finally and dropped. And what do you think? Thing. You think it would, it's a marketing ploy? Or they were of just course like, it was a marketing ploy. Because a lot of people were like, oh. I'm, uh, a lot of people are saying that they just stopped playing Fortnite and they're gonna just well, jump I, onto. That's Apex what I thought. People. I, that's what I said. I think that Call of Duty. I think it's a. I think it's a. I, I obviously now we know that it was a marketing ploy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there was my fear of that too. I was like, man, people are just gonna stop playing. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's crazy. It'll drive people crazy yeah. for a day, but people are gonna fill that gap with something else. And right now, I think one of the most popular games that's out is um. Call, uh, isn't it Call of Duty or Gears of War? For was, Xbox, is Gears of War. Yeah, so it's like people just uh, in my head. I thought oh, the same Apex, thing. Apex Legend is another first-person battle royale. I was about to buy a game. I was like, <laughs> man, I, if it, trust me, you know, if it would have gone for an extra day, you would have you were like, I'm I, like I need, I need to fill this gap right now. I need something to play. So I'm like, yeah, I want to go play buy buy a new game. So yeah, I, I was at that. I was at the verge just to say effort and go buy a game. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, everything, it was that kind of marketing thing, but it was interesting. And I love marketing things like that, though. Like, where you just think outside the box, because if you just keep on telling me how wonderful your game is, it's not really going to entice me. So you do something crazy, yeah. you know, you catch people's attention. It was just funny that there was a lot of memes coming out about how, like, uh, Fortnite just like, oh, you know what? We're just closing our doors and just taking all your money from now on. Can you imagine? Bye, guys. So, yeah, so that Bye. was that was <laughs> one of the huge... Because there was a lot of memes and videos. There was videos of kids, how they were reacting when they were trying to start up Fortnite that day, Sunday. And it was just, they were like hitting screens, throwing controls around. Well, you know what I, I, I do wonder about is, again, I do this more for decompression thing where I just come and play for a little bit and uh-huh. then do other things. But I wonder about people that make a living from it. Like, yeah. you know, people that have a following or people that, you know, they make money from like things like um, uh, uh, Twitch, Twitch, yeah, Mixer. So that was two days, uh, two official, maybe two, three full days without any kind of income um, or at least any generating income. I don't know how the income works on in those formats, but, you know, it's three days of them basically not having anything to kind of show. Yeah. So I wonder how that affected, you know, people that that, that derive like some kind of a um, a living from it. Yeah, well, if anything, they could just replay one of their old because a lot of I think a few of them might keep recordings of their streams. Okay. So they might just be like, "Hey guys, it's still down. Here's a recap of a stream I did ten years ago, or do you know I mean here's a yeah. Throwback Thursday or something, and see how I improved or what you could get from it." So 
that is a possibility because if a game completely dies out and mm-hmm. it was a huge following from it and people make generate money from those streams of that game, it's gonna hurt a lot of people's pockets. Of course. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much what's going on this weekend or news that was in the topic. Uh anything no, that's it. All right, guys, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. Awesome. guys welcome back and we're here with nick's nico nicodemus that's right get movie it right. corner get it review. right nicodemus likes his name said right <laughs> <laughs> so how's it going guys this is next movie corner <laughs> nicodemus nicodemus is movie corner um no just uh watching movies and giving you know letting you know guys what i think about them so okay first before we get into the movies of the week that we kind of got to watch i want to just talk about a couple of upcomers that are that i saw the trailers for yeah um the biggest one of all well before i get into that one i saw one that i really found interesting i mean it was it was shot well you could tell the production was value was pretty well it's called daniel uh daniel isn't real and i thought it was interesting just because like i said the production value was really good and it was uh, the 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 began. It was about this guy who, um, I guess his therapist is encouraging him to seek out like his imagination when he was younger. And I guess when he was younger, he had an imaginary friend. So basically, what I loved about this movie is that it's tech. It's a horror actually, which I think that's the that's the most interesting part. So this guy who seeks out his imaginary friend when they were little kids, and now they're both adults in his mind whatever now he is um somehow something got dark so i find the whole thing fascinating just because obviously it's always it's individual you know the imaginary friend is individual so is the person who's imagining him i don't know i just find like stuff like that interesting like good horror movies with good story like plot structure stuff like that is amazing to me so it's called daniel isn't real if you get a chance watch that trailer let me know what you guys think about it um, I want to say what I think about it. Tell me what you think about it. Well, I haven't seen it, but I'm just basing it off of your yeah, your uh, your review on it or what you're expecting from it. Yeah. So it did it seem as if it didn't seem cartoony. Not cartoony, but it, you know how like some people use their during their childhood they might use uh, an imagination friend as an outlet to, yeah. to 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 not harbor certain feelings. Yeah, like or that, no, that's exactly right. That's exactly what it is. The usually the imaginary friend from I mean, again, this is movie logic, not necessarily like like a, a coping uh, mechanism that they yeah, have. exactly. So this is movie logic because I have no idea what the actual psychosis of imaginary friends are. But every time you see it in movies, it's always used as a basis for kind of living out a fantasy or something that uh, that you want to be. It's always a interpretation of what you want to be rather than who you are. Yeah. So I'm guessing this guy has darker, dark seated wants that he didn't want to address. So he probably thought he just needed a little bit more confidence, and instead, it probably turned out he has a lot darker side inside him that he he never acknowledged. That's gonna be it. all right. So yeah, that's what I want to see. If it was yeah. more like cartoonish or more than realistic. What'd be funny is if it has some kind of like again, this is. Predictions, I guess you want to call it. Yeah, predictions. Predictions. Um, I'm thinking that something like this always has kind of like a uh, a moment that ties in from what what you know previous to now. So since he had imaginary friend as a kid, he stopped having it, and then he has an adult. It could be he realized there's going to be some kind of a relation in the story where it shows that he started to do 
bad things as a kid, and maybe he blocked it in his mind, using the imaginary friend as kind of like, uh, you know, a scapegoat. Yeah. Or the reason to do it. So maybe that's why he never really thought about why he stopped being imagining him, and that's why. So it was kind of like something where he should have been warned not to bring him back, but he uh, did anyways. He didn't. Okay. It's that's one of those revelations that always movies always have, and I can see that as being something that they do in a movie like this. So like it overpowers him because it's been it's been yeah like har- he just never it, re- it, yeah that, that 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 feeling has been harbored for so long. It's just been growing. And maybe he yeah, he always knew about it, but he just kind of blocked it. So there's always that revelation in a movie, and I'm wondering if that's gonna be it. Okay, right. so that's that's uh, Daniel isn't real. Um, now the big one this week is Doolittle. So Dr. Doolittle is coming back to the theaters and Robert Downey Jr. is going to play him. And actually, I, I remember reading about that possibility almost a year ago, I think. Um, I think that's when they I started hearing that whispers. Yeah. Um, it looks big. It looks like a big movie, which is awesome. Um, I feel like Disney is making starting to make his own little franchises. And I think this might be another one. Yeah. So I saw the trailer. I liked it. It's, it's not as a comedic. It doesn't look as comedic. As um, the one with um, Eddie Murphy? Well, of course not. And I, and it looks bigger than the one... Because the, the original ones felt like the the ones in the 1980s, the 1970s, I forgot what it was, mm-hmm. seemed smaller in comparison as far as... It didn't seem like a big adventure at the time. It just always seemed like this guy who can do this and everybody kind of followed him around. Yeah. So this one seems like it's going to be kind of like very fantasy world um, kind of thing. Kind of like... Like a, a lot of traveling... Like a, like Tim Burton without uh, without Johnny Depp. Okay, which I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so something and along the, or, or maybe like a part of the Caribbean. Without Basically, it looks Depp. like. Well, that's what I'm saying. The same thing I felt with the whole uh, Jungle Cruise thing. I felt like they're bringing bringing more franchises and putting it to the same level as let's say Pirates of the Caribbean, but with different themes. So you got the Jungle Cruise, and now you have uh, Doolittle. Um, however, the only thing, and I'm hoping it doesn't become an issue when I watch it, I'm a huge fan of uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s interpretation of uh, um, Sherlock Holmes. Love those movies. Yeah. And I felt like because he's a British character, he's going to do another British accent. And I could tell in the trailer he's trying to do something different. Like, it's you can still kind of hear the same accent you would hear from Sherlock Holmes, just yeah. trying to add something different to it. And I hope it works because if... If I felt like I'm watching Sherlock Holmes, it's gonna be it's gonna take me out of it a little bit. Oh, so you think it's gonna be Sherlock Holmes being Doctor Doolittle? Yeah, because oh, okay. it's, it's it's difficult for for Robert Downey Jr. It's not that he's a one person actor. It's just that when he does these roles, where you know he has a kind of like uh, that are very similar. Yeah. So you know Sherlock Holmes, Doctor Doolittle, same time, same British accent, stuff like that. It's easy to you know to lose to sight of one character over the exactly. other. Exactly. Okay. So that's let's understandable. See. Yeah. So I'm hoping I'm hoping he he does a good enough job to separate himself. What's another movie that an actor played like kind of the similar role but just got lost in it? What do you mean? I'm trying oh. to think. That what that you thought you maybe watching the same movie? Yeah, there was. There was I mean, a lot of actors play the same kind of people. It's like um, typecast. Kind of. I mean, think about this. How many times has uh, um uh, uh um who um Sylvester Stallone played a cop? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Maybe they're different types of cops, but the question is, are they so different that you can't tell they're the same actor or same? They almost feel like the same. Like, for example. Um, Demolition Man? No, Demolition. That's the saying is that he looks alike in all of them. Demolition Man and. Okay. Demolition Man and Dread. Okay. Yeah. Same time because it's more futuristic. Yeah. 
And then another one. Um, and mind you, the same act, Sylvester Stallone. Um, uh, Tango and Cash. I was just and, thinking about that. Um, something shot with Mama. Mama shot you. Oh, uh, please don't uh, stop or my mama will shoot. Exactly. Those two act. Those two characters. Yeah, because they're like comedic, comedic cop. Funny. Very stiff. Very kind of like by the book. Both cops. I'm saying both. Um, Bruce Willis Sloan. Both uh, very uptight kind of button up cops. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm saying. So like, it's but it's hard to. Here's about here's the thing. Mm. I like Sylvester Stallone movies. Yes, but his acting abilities is not there. <laughs> he's not. He he doesn't have a great range that I think Robert Downey Jr. would have. You think so? So give me. I think Robert Downey Jr. has a great acting range. Give me the second range. Give me the furthest range you can think of from from, from Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes. Because both of them, he's basically just a know-it-all, he's, smart guy. Uh, yeah. So there was um. Oh, I'm trying to think. Uh, no, because I was gonna say the <laughs> see, one. That, I was I was gonna say the one that he was with Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis. That his wife is pregnant, and he was trying to get him. Zach Galifianakis was trying to get him. So to his wife. he wasn't. Yeah, he was that role. He That's wasn't what, a, like yeah. yeah I was gonna say like he was that role. I mean, I could, The funny thing is, I'm surprised you just didn't say Tropic Thunder. That would have been your nail in the coffin there. But. Yeah, that would be it. Um, <laughs> damn, that was a good one. That was a good because that's away from what he usually would like. Well, obviously, because I mean, I one of my favorites is Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and I like him. He's not the I know it all, but he's very smart alecky. So it's something about the traits are still there. Um, I don't know. It's just it's he's he's a this is an accomplished actor, and he's. I think at one point, once you get to a certain age, you basically start getting expected to do things, like, and then you start becoming that that actor. You know, like um, like Liam Nielsen, like, you know, like Liam Nielsen does everything, but then now because he's been doing all these action movies, you just see the same. Think about it. What was it? He did uh uh the the one where he you know take my daughter taken. Yeah, and then he did uh, something about the 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 bridge or something like that. Like yeah, the the tra- the um, what is the commuter? The commuter. And now he just did one in Alaska, and like you're like these are all the same person. Like, if- <laughs> but I know one that's far from that. No, I know, but he does have an. Okay, go ahead. What it was a, uh, it was a Christmas movie. Love did. actually, love actually, which <laughs> is completely different. And which I didn't think he started doing action movies to like later. In life, because he was more serious and comedic. He was in the English Patient, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. So, he has that that he was had it that. Him or Jeremy Irons. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, you know what? While you say it, yeah. So I think he he didn't like Liam Nielsen didn't start doing like those type of movies till later, which is funny. But yeah, in regards to Robert Downey Jr., yeah, he was a in Zodiac. That's different. Okay. Weird science, but that was he was like a second, like a third hand character. Oh, yeah, but when he's that young, dude, he's just he's oh, so you want something recent. Well, Uh, no, no, it's just funny because in that, when he was that young, he was still kind of like that comedy. Like, I don't know, I loved him even when he was back then, he was young, dude. It was awesome, yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's I can't wait for Duel. It's gonna be an interesting movie, like I said, I just want to have that separation and then I'd be happy, but um. All right, so guys, you ready? Let's talk about the movies we got to watch this week. So, All right. first, let's talk about the movie we watched together, and then I watch talk about the movie that I watched uh, today. So, the first movie that we got to watch together was Zombieland Two. So, double tap, 
Double tap, yeah. Um, so um, for all of you, I hope you guys are fans of the original. I don't think really anything's given like a spoiler away, but um, you know, so I just watch the trailer. Uh, but before we get before I get into, it, let me see, Tony, what do you feel about the movie? So far? I think it was a good sequel. You know how like some sequels they they very a lot of them they try to continue the story mm-hmm. and and oftentimes characters drift or they they're like oh they're really different from the f- original movie mm-hmm. and you would think like oh because of time and experience and i felt like the people that were in the first movie were still the same people in the second one okay which were like they were in a zombie world and their mindset didn't change much because their situations hasn't changed mm-hmm. because it's not like it's just survival at all times. It's not like they're able to grow further beyond. Mm-hmm. And you could see that some of the characters and some of the actions you're like, oh, I could see why they would feel that way. There was some changes in one or two characters. I think they were more badass in a sense. Like they were they're more comfortable. They were a unit. Yeah, they were a unit. They're more comfortable in their skin. Than and just, yeah. And I felt like they were like. Like you know, before I think it was just uh, Woody Harrelson's character that was the, like the badass with everything. Yeah. And I felt since then this one is like they're all kind they're, of the similar. They're a team. Now. They're a team now. They they you know they have their their system. They like they're all badasses. The, the the trailer shows kind of think the beginning of it where it shows that they all kind of have like that badass nature now. Um, I liked it. I I really enjoyed the movie. The, I do have some little things that bothered me about it. Uh, so what bothered you? Okay, so what bothered me was there were some things that they and I'm not gonna spoil it for you guys, but there were some things that they kind of like introduced, like might be part of the story, that I thought that they didn't really follow up on, and I, like okay, you know, like I felt like okay, oh, this person did this for this reason, I guess that doesn't matter, or oh, they're gonna deal with this now. I guess yeah. that didn't matter either. You know, it's like, and it wasn't like a a lot. I just felt like they just started. They set something up and they didn't. I felt like they didn't know how to end it. it. That's my. That's how I felt. I felt like they didn't know how to end the movie, so that's why they kind of abandoned certain things about it. You know what? Just so now, they don't have to that touch on about, it. I agree with you. Yeah, I do. I'm like, but I think the, it, it, how it ended. I was like, I could see it ending that way, but I could understand where like they had some things set up, like to be like, oh. It's gonna go this way, and they never touched on it again. Yeah, so I I just think that it was they gave us a good ending. Everyone was happy, and they was like, well, because everybody's gonna be happy, nobody's gonna question it, let it go. Yeah, but I I, I just noticed, and I can help it. And I mean, don't get me wrong, I think I mean I think the movie ended fine. I think it was great. It's just I just don't like when you introduce things and don't touch on it. Or I guess now you know when I watch movies now I expect it like. I, don't get me wrong. Movies like I'm talking about, it was uh, movies back be the '90s. I want to say they used to do that. They used to throw like a lot of random stuff in there, and you're like, "Wait a minute!" But you weren't looking for it because it was '90s, and they weren't really like that. They were trying to make yeah. things more realistic. But now movies don't introduce something like if they if they kind of everything has zoom a pur- in everything has a, a purpose. Pa- uh, they don't, they zoom in on you locking the door. I f- that's gonna play a part. That you know that's how movies now are. Yeah, like everything has to have a purpose. Yeah, every every focused area, shot, every- shot, yeah, everything like that kind of has. So when you introduce some things and you don't follow up on it, people feel kind of cheated. Yeah, no, I agree. So, but otherwise, the movie's good. I won't say it's better than part one. I enjoy, it. but part ones are hard to get over just because that's the introduction of the story, introduction of the characters. 
And, you know, all the things that you liked, you usually generate that from the first one. So it's always difficult to be better than the first one. So in that case, I I think this was a good sequel. Um, although it did feel more like um, it didn't feel as weightful. Like it didn't feel like it has as much weight as the first one. No, it didn't. Like the ending didn't feel like that tragic or threatening. Or yeah. Something. I don't know. I feel like they weren't really in that much peril, I guess you want to say. Yeah. Because like, they're the badasses one. at this point, like you're saying. Yeah, but it wasn't even really that. It was just, I don't know. I just felt like it was kind of like an easy out type thing. Anyways, but I, I just, I do recommend everybody get a chance to go watch it. You know, let me know what you guys think. Let me know if you see the kind of things I, I was I was mentioning. Um, But then let's get into the second wait, one. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Wait. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. How uh, many Nickies do you give it? I give it three Nickies. Yeah. I think it's a solid movie. Yeah, same here. Solid movie, three Nickies. Yeah, uh, it doesn't. It doesn't. It wouldn't. No, nah, I was gonna push. Yeah, I was gonna go three point five, but I'm like, nah, three. Three is. I feel more com- way more. I feel like if there me. was something in the movie by itself that made me like, like we were gonna reference all week long, like as a joke. Yeah, that would have made it three point five. And it's not that it's a bad movie, or not that it's not funny. It's just you don't really have any of those like super iconic, funny scenes. Something that's memorable. Yeah. I it mean, was, there was a little kind of, by the way, there's a kind of, not, I don't know if they want to call it an after credits. I guess it's kind of an after credits. That was funny. That was epic. But it still wasn't. Um, that sold it. Yeah, like that. We're going to be so, talking about it for weeks type thing. Yeah. So three. Three uh, Nikki's. Solid three star. Solid three Nikki's. Three star. Three Nikki's. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So let's get into the second movie, which unfortunately you weren't able to watch with me today. Isn't that fortunate? I, I, I I told you I don't want to watch it. That's fine. Okay, so we're talking about, we're talking about <laughs> well, another sequel. Yeah, well, it's because they didn't watch the first one, so. All right, anyways. So another sequel, Maleficent 2. So I'll be honest with you guys. I was not really a big fan of part one. And it wasn't that I didn't like the original story that it came from or the kind of reimagining they went with. I just felt like it was kind of empty. Like, yeah, I play this. I I really felt like in the first one, I didn't know anybody but uh, jo- uh, Jolie's character. That was it. Like I felt no everybody was hollow except for her, and that's fine that she has a little depth to her. But you can't make a movie with just one character, and I don't know, just especially when you're supposed to care about everybody. Yeah, because I I really gave, I did not give two craps about the girl who fell asleep and never woke up in the first one, basically. <laughs> So oh, you, you did? Didn't, I didn't care. Like that's what I'm saying. They didn't make me care about it. I didn't care. I cared about Maleficent. I cared how it mattered to her. But other than that, I don't care what happened to the girl. But that's why because I don't think they they delved too much into the characters to make it make you feel like anything for them. Um, and that's why I think they they kind of that the movie felt hollow. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I I didn't really care for the first one really. I mean, it was beautiful. I love the character. How beautiful yeah. the, the 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 artwork and everything is. But I didn't really care for the um the actors and, and the way they portrayed their roles in a sense because I, maybe they didn't give them a lot of depth anyways but the, all right from mm. from based on the first one do you feel that there was they should have and they should have continued it or did they leave it like that it was gonna i'm kind of happy they made a sequel let's just say that okay because the way it ended it didn't wasn't satisfying enough it wasn't that it wasn't satisfying again i just didn't care like that was the thing i mean you would have thought there was very there's specific iconic roles in that movie where it's like all of them should have had Depth to the characters. All right, so right? how many Nikki's would you give the first one though? Just to give a, just a base of my idea. Of it. Two. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Two. two? Yeah. You. It's rough for movies to give you get a two from you. <laughs> you put you give them a two point five just to be average. 
If you uh, give it a two, you. is a uh. I really didn't care. I don't want to like. I felt bad <laughs> I really because didn't care. I didn't hate it. I just, I really didn't care about it. It didn't make me want to care anything about it. So uh-huh. that's why I gave it a two. But I am kind of happy they gave it a sequel because I like this one. I felt, you know, like now, I, I think they were just kind of held. I, I felt like the first one was held to the standard of the original story. Instead of a reimagining, they were trying to tell a one story based on another story, which I don't think that worked, right? Oh, uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, instead of saying, well, the way we see the picture and then we kind of reimagine, like, I don't like if anybody has seen Wicked, yeah, um, which is a reimagining of um, uh, Wizard of Oz, yeah, that's amazing because it kind of tells a story we know in a different way. But this one, I didn't feel like it did, or it tried to, but didn't work for me. Okay, so it just fell off. The that way. was the first one, yeah. This one, now that that story's out of the way, we have a different story to continue. And does it follow soon after? I think it's like five years later. Oh, okay. Um, so, I love this one. I mean, in a sense, I really did enjoy it. I like Maleficent's character. I like, you do get to know a lot more people in this one, and I think that's why I liked it, is that you get to know... Um, the prince, you get to know the, the uh, Aurora, the princess, um, the evil queen, or you know whatever. Mm-hmm. You get to know all of them and what their motivations are, and what they care about, and what they want, and then a little bit more backstory to Maleficent and where she comes from and who she's and stuff like that. So a lot of more depth than you saw in the first one, because they could have just got gave us another kind of superficial movie because kids are gonna like a rinse and repeat. Yeah, they could have just given us another one, but I felt like they they actually wanted to make it better. They don't want to bore Nick. (laughs) No, because those kind of movies, those kind of movies are gonna make their money because they're beautiful, stylized movies, and there's always an audience that wants to see that. Yeah. Um. So they were gonna make their money one way there. I'm just glad that they actually like you know something. Let's give these characters a little bit better. Let's you know let's honor them better. And I felt like it did. I won't say it's perfect or anything, but I I do feel. I know for a fact I like this one way better than part than part one. Um, so how many niggas would you give it? I give it a three. A three? I want to. Yeah, I wanna, oh, so it went up a whole grade, a whole number. Let yeah, it, a yeah. whole number. Like I think you know, if they were to make a sequel and go further into the world, go further yeah. into things and stuff like that, it could, it could go up to three point five, four percent. Right. Wait, four so do you think did it leave it enough to do a three? Um, if I, not, do you hmm. think it should deserve a three? I guess movie. I would I I think a third if you show me something in that world. I think it, a stories in that world would be interesting. But I mean, it, it, all right, so does Angelina Jolie's character deserve more character growth or or is it like she already maxed out where she would no, be? I mean, of course your character can use more all characters can use yeah, more. Yeah, but growth, you know how like you like all right, I could see that's good closure for that character. I mean, you know how like some, a, there's like, some movies that you like, you know what? I don't I wouldn't want to see another sequel. Because the way it ended, and I feel like that closure for that character for that movie is well deserved. I, although the movie did a way better than the first one, I don't think it's so in depth where you would want to see. Like, you want to see any more? It's not that I wouldn't want to. I would. No, you, I know. You, but do you think it it's, it deserves another? It's one? warranted. Yeah. Probably not. Okay. No, I mean, like I said, I would give it a three, but I'm not gonna say it was amazing or epic or anything like that. It was just it was better. Uh, so wait so mm. after alright this is what I want to talk about I, I yeah. want to get your thoughts because I just thought about it Yeah, your movie experience yeah. movie theater experience while going to watch Maleficent 
So okay, so so I, uh, you want you want to touch on it? Okay, uh, I will. I'll touch on it. So, um, a couple like one of our first episodes, uh, I got to review a movie theater called the South Chase Cinema, which is right next to my house, and I did thoroughly enjoy because it has the most comfortable seats. It's kind of a little small place, whatever. Um, so today I experienced one part of it that I never got to experience before, which I think is ridiculous. Now, it's not to discredit the theater itself because everything I said that was positive is still there. It doesn't go away because I don't like this one thing. But I think this one thing is kind of preventing me from wanting to go again. That's because I think this is it's a ridiculous rule and it makes no sense to me. The return policy? Okay, so that's what it is. Today, you know, I went with a big group of people and I bought an extra ticket for somebody who I was hoping could go. Found that they couldn't go. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I can buy the ticket like I can. This ticket is going to work in any other theater, which is every other theater has a very similar rule. Which like um, you can return the ticket within 30 minutes of the movie starting, you know, which is reasonable. Yeah. So apparently I went to the went to the theater. And now as I buy my popcorn, I'm over here talking to like, hey, listen, I want to return this ticket. And the manager came over and I was like, and he's like, oh, we can't return the ticket. I was like, oh, but why not? Oh, well, you know, we have to, yeah, you have to call us outside of two hours or you have to go on the website outside of two hours to return the ticket. I was like, wait, wait. So you're telling me I needed to have returned the ticket three hours ago. And he goes, yeah, I'm like, that's insane. Three hours ago, I didn't even know I wanted to watch a movie, let alone know that I'm going to buy one to return it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, he goes, oh, but that's the rule. It's on the website. You should have read it. I'm like. No, don't tell me that. I hate when those rules come up like that. Like, oh, I should have read it. Listen, if you're going to do a rule like that, because I'm sorry, that is a very different rule than anything you, any other webs, any other place has, has, you should make it where it's prominent in a sense of somebody to has to approve, agree. Exactly. Click the approval button for Exactly. That. Because just because you have it on somebody's website, something like that, oh, well, his counter offer was, oh, well, you know, if you printed the ticket, it was on the bottom of the ticket. Oh, great. So I would have to come here, print the ticket. To see it. To see that I had to have returned it three hours ago. And he's like, well, I'm sorry, I can't do anything. Well, I was like, and I asked him a follow-up question. I was like, okay, well, what about if I went to the theater and I wasn't happy? The seat was uncomfortable. the was too cold. Whatever. The movie thing wasn't up to par. And I wanted to return it. He's like, oh, well, that's different. I was like, why is that different? <laughs> oh, because that's a complaint and we could deal with the complaint. But like, oh, I'm complaining right now. But that just, like so I'm saying, is like the logic there is <laughs> not is not it, sound. It's like, it doesn't, it doesn't I feel matter. like they're treating these tickets like it's I'm going to a concert. And even think, I don't even think the concerts have a rule like that where you have two hours to return. I'm like, that's insane. I don't, I don't plan on my movie experiences that far in advance unless it's a ridiculous movie. Like if it's, you know, whatever, if it's the uh, the newest Marvel movie and I want to watch it the opening night, yeah, I would buy it maybe two weeks in advance. But other than that... Or or Star Wars, um, sales go on Monday. Oh, if something like that, where it's like, you know the tickets are going to be scarce, but a movie on a Sunday afternoon... And you it know, was probably empty. Yeah. Nobody's like, there. No, and my, the thing that killed me the most is he, the man had the audacity to tell me... <laughs> Well, we're not going to now if we return your ticket, we're not going to have the time to put somebody else in your seat. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, really? Like, <laughs> just kill because I'm like, one movies are, all, are like a last minute. What am I doing today? I don't know. Let me go watch a movie. Not like we have know. to go watch it. Oh, man. I, my flight, my flight and this ticket are not going to go in, in hand to hand. So I'm like, yeah. oh, my God. I was just like. It maybe 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 I'm wrong. Maybe the whole movie industry has changed in that way, where it's like now it's it's not a last minute thing. It's like no, you got to plan it out three weeks in advance. 
two. Yeah. And the, you only get to the last two hours because, I mean, it's that's insane. I, I, I just thought it was insane. I really want to just kind of uh, argue a little. Not argue because I'm not... I'm not saying I, I dispute. I, I want to dispute the policy so I could change the policy. I don't care a shit about. Sorry, yeah. I don't care about necessarily trying to get my money back. It's nine dollars. I could live without it. But if I'm going to be going to this theater, and I know how I am, you know, I'm trying to re- rearrange my schedule. I'm trying to make sure everybody has an opportunity to go. If I buy my tickets to that theater, so I can make sure I get a seat, and I find out my friends can't go to that theater, but they can go to this one, I'm going to return the ticket. Yeah. Charge me the fee for processing. Tell me, charge me two dollars for processing fee. I can't get back. Great, but not though. Not, tell me, I can never return the whole ticket. That thing's ridiculous. Did it give you? Did it give you money back or no? Not, not, but not money back. Like store credit for no. another ticket. Oh, nothing. No, nothing. Oh. And within two hours of the movie, you're not allowed to return or exchange. In fact, I actually, if I read the rules again, I might look back on the website to read it. I don't think you can ever return it. I think it's just you can't exchange it within two hours, which. That alone is insane. That's crazy. Because I mean, God, well, what about if I bought the wrong movie? movie? Well, you can exchange it for another movie. No. Oh, you can't. No, that's what I'm trying to tell you. The rule is: it's not that he told me I couldn't exchange it. He said I could do nothing. I'm stuck with that ticket specifically. I couldn't exchange it. I couldn't return it. Nothing. Oh wow. Unless it's outside of two hours. And that's where I'm just like, that's that's insane. That's a ridiculous rule to have. And it's it, I sad because, like I said, I really like that theater. And now I really don't want to go there anymore just because of that rule. Wow. So because, you know, I brought that up because you were talking about Maleficent. You were going yeah. in and your experience. When we went to go watch, what movie was it? I forgot. It was like two weeks ago mm. that we went to go watch at West Oaks. Yeah. And it was almost a fight about to break out oh. right before you got there. So what happened was, I guess the customer bought a ticket. Yeah. Same situation. That he ended up buying the ticket and then decided that he can't make, can't go to the ticket, so he wanted to return it. He yeah. had to leave. So I guess the the manager at the register was like, I can't give you your money back. I can't give you cash back. I can't put money back on your card. The best thing I could do is I could give you a, like a rewards card and you could use that to purchase another ticket. And the guy wasn't having that. So he was trying to turn the movie. Why? Like, uh, I guess the movie was just about to start or just started, mm-hmm. and he wanted his actual money back. He wanted the cash back, either cash yeah. back or money back on the card. So she was like, "Policy allows us that we can't give you your money back, but the best thing I could do is give you like a, a movie credit." Yeah, and like that. But he wasn't. Yo, he was about to fight her. The manager. He was about to throw down. He was like, "No, I work hard for my money." That money could go towards gas, could go towards lunch for tomorrow for work. I work for this. I should get it. She's like, I understand it, sir. I apologize. But as I told you before, the policy is, I, I guess within a time frame, maybe it was a 30 minute, maybe it was a nine hour time. I don't know these movies anymore, these theaters. I'm wondering if it's been changing all over the industry. Because like I said, it used to be 30, 30 minutes outside of And the you mo- could get your movie back. Yeah, basically before 15 minutes into the movie, 15 minutes outside the trailer. Like, yeah, yeah, like that. Thirty minutes is yeah from that, the start time. Either fifteen minutes before, fifteen minutes after. When there's a trailer, you, there was, yeah, like, uh, before it used to be like if the movie starts at eight thirty, you could return it within ten minutes because the trailers are still started. So the movie yeah. hasn't officially started. Yeah, so that would work. But with that, with that being said, the guy was about to throw down, and I was like, I agree with that policy. Is that if you within a certain time frame, if it's thirty, let's say thirty minutes, mm-hmm. sorry, we can't give you your money back, but we'll be happy to exchange that movie ticket. For another movie time, 
of your liking so you could go watch it. So because you're not losing money, and the, the theaters are losing money, but with the essence of like oh two hours and if you don't watch it, you lost. You, you lose all that money. So. I mean, that's, that's why I'm kind of happy. But by the way, guys, if you don't have it, please look into it. So me and Tony have uh, that. Uh, we that's why we go to West Oaks because I don't live anywhere near West Oaks. Um, we both have uh, AMC Movie, movie Pass, pass. And, and I won't go to A-list. and I won't go to Disney Springs. Well, I mean, you know, whether you go to Disney or not, but the pass itself is amazing just because. And I've done this before, and I remember it was one time where I was like, you know something, I want to watch this movie, and I watch it by myself because I couldn't, at the time, you guys couldn't make it to the, the movie that I wanted to watch, or the theater I wanted to watch. So I bought my ticket with the AMC uh, Stubbs Reward, um, not Stubbs, sorry, uh, AMC A+, and I went to Disney Springs. I had bought a ticket yeah. for seven forty-five, and then you guys say, listen, we're going to go, but we're going to go to the West Oaks at like 8.20 or something like that. So I'm like, okay, cool. Literally, as I'm making a U-turn, I'm canceling my ticket. And then once I canceled it, I'm able to order the ticket for West Oaks. Yeah. And without they, any fee at all. And they reimburse you for that ticket because you get the Well, they don't reimburse because I'm not paying. I'm, you know, no, no, my credit. Oh, the, yeah, I yeah, reimburse Because you're credit. using, because you'll get three movies a week. Yeah, I didn't even lose a movie for the week. I literally you, just. You still got your two back to use for the, exactly. for the rest of the week. But yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I. I thought that was that was my favorite thing because especially now that you have to do reserves and you're trying to hold seats, you know, because you don't know if it's going to be going away. This whole thing, you know, I guess now where they're going to be if this is where we're going to go now that we have reserve seating that now you basically have to make a a, like a like a permanent decision. This is what you're going to be doing right before. Like, it's ridiculous. I think it's going to be messed up. And I, was, I think most people should go to um, subscription uh, movie movie passes just because if you're going to be losing movies, movie like mo- losing money because you change your mind or you have to do something else or something happens. Yeah, it's going to suck. I know. So, I'm yeah, sorry I went off on a rant on that one. Oh, no, no, I just I w- hey, we have to talk about everything that we experienced in the movie <laughs> and the movie itself. So, uh, but yeah. So, the, so that is Nick's movie corner, uh, Nicodemus's movie corner, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> whatever you want to call it, um, movie corner review. <laughs> so I, I hope I hope you guys like what I have to say. If you guys have uh, similar opinions or counter opinions let or any opinions, let us know. All right, guys, we'll take a quick break and we'll come back to local events happening in Central Florida. Woo-woo. All right, guys, welcome back. So, Nick, you ready for what's going on this week? You tell me what's going on this week. Well, what did we do this past week? I'm trying to remember. The past week? Weekend, you mean? No. Not, oh, when camera shopping. I would, I'm shopping for a new camera. <laughs> so, cause my and I, I know why you're doing it, but I'm so jealous of you because you are doing it. What? No, because I'm the same way. Like, I think when it, just Nick's philosophy when it comes to like technology, replace every couple of years. At least within three, four years. Try to replace it just because technology grows and unfortunately old technology loses value. So two or three years is your sweet spot where you can get at least a good 60% to 70% of what you originally paid and buy something new. Yeah. So, yeah. So I went camera shopping. I already have the camera that I have in mind. So Yeah. What was it? The Sony A7 III. Okay. Is it R or regular? R. No, not the R. Just regular. A7 III. Okay. I like it. I've been researching. But that's what I was just doing this all week. 
But we do have some fun stuff going on this week. Well, one that we're going to. Nah. Oh, it's, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's at the Orlando Science Center. I should give you my money for that now because I it's, don't mean it's a Yelp event. Yeah, uh, they have they usually do it once. It's an annual event. Yeah. It's, but last year was earlier though. No, it's the same time. Around the, oh, sorry. All right, so around the same time in October. Yeah, uh, Yelp has a monthly event that you could register. Or you have to RSVP Did for. You see what you said though. <laughs> register? No, because you said they have an annual event once a monthly. Oh no, sorry. They have an annual <laughs> event yes. in October, sorry. So, from what I understand, because I haven't gone to the last one, and you guys had a blast. Basically, they get a lot of local vendors to come in, and they all donate, like, food, food. and drinks. So, it's a really kind of, like, elaborate gala, what do you call it? Like, people get dressed up a little bit. Uh, not, ga- they don't, I went in jeans and a t-shirt. Oh, and did I'm, you? I thought you went with, like, a blaze or something. No, that was, uh, that was our friend Jose. <laughs> but, yeah, it was real cool. It's almost like... I, I know they have it here, but I'm trying to remember when they do is like the Taste of Orlando, where they have a bunch of local. What is the other one they call the Magic something? Magic, uh, magical dining yeah. is like that that you go to certain restaurants, but you have to physically go there. Yeah. Um, but this one is they have a lot of like you said local restaurants and vendors. Yeah. They come in and they, you get a sample of their foods and their menus, and you see what they have to offer, and then you just eat and socialize and look at. Stuff in Orlando Science Center, <laughs> which is really fun. I had a lot of fun last time. No, uh, I mean, I, I'm down. I you mean, have to, you have to RSVP for this, this event, and just because you RSVP doesn't guarantee yeah. you an in. You have to r- RSVP and then wait to see if you got approved for it. Because I have friends that did it the yeah. same time I did, and they didn't get an approval. So, it <laughs> so, was um. I don't know if I mentioned it. I probably did mention this before in the recording, and I'm from repeating myself, guys. I'm so sorry. But it just made me think of something because I did not go last year. You're right. And uh, me and Jose have a very ongoing joke. Um, I don't know if you remember in How Much Your Mother, there's a, um, there's a character they introduced, the guy from Lost, the big guy from Lost, whatever. Yeah. So he Hurley. was. Huh? The guy that played Hurley. Yeah, but there was a, he was introduced as a specific character. I forgot what they called him, though. It was. Uh, um, the jet or something like that. I forgot what it was. But essentially, and I feel like Jose calls me that all the time because every t- he always says every time I refuse, I decline an invitation to go to an event, for something amazing happens at those events and everybody has a blast. So, oh, yeah. So I'm like, I'm afraid. Um, You're like, that person? Yeah. Like, it's not that, I, not that nobody's going to have fun while I'm there. But usually when I go is when they say, like, something over the top happens. Like, something, like, should never happen in reality. Oh, okay. <laughs> happens when I, when I decline an invitation. Like, when, when you step out, everything, like... Yeah, yeah like, It was fun, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, I hope it's just as fun this year. Yeah. I hope so. I hope oh, did you get it. the name of that, what that reference was? No, I'm trying to find it, but I couldn't find it. Oh, geez, but anyways. Yeah, so we do have that. And then mm-hmm. on Saturday... Mm-hmm. It's uh, the Halloween Comic Fest going on. At all com- a, uh, that be at? Well, it's, this one is uh, at the um, is at the Gods and Monsters. Okay, but it's an annual thing. Yeah, uh, and around the towards the end of October, uh, all the comic book stores have a Halloween fest where they do specials and uh, sales for comic books and action figures. Uh, this one's at the uh, Gods and Monsters, and it's from eleven to eleven in the morning to twelve midnight. Uh, then they have 
Which was this one's different. I'm trying to see. It's a the Big Bounce America. So yeah. there's a this weekend, uh, the twentieth. Oh, the twentieth and the the nineteenth and twentieth, which is this weekend, and then yeah. the twenty fifth, twenty sixth, and twenty eighth, which is a big, huge hound bounce house. Okay. And it's limited tickets, and I guess you just go on through this bounce house. It's huge from the image that they have out. And it's is, uh, it, is it like balloon? It's the world's biggest bounce house. It's, Can you imagine somebody just they should be just be a, a jerk. It, it comes in there with a, a pin. It's an obstacle course. A bounce house obstacle course. Yes, it has. They a, wanted the entrance with me. I pretty much should have slides and ball pits. Um, and it's about a sixty foot tall, sixty foot tall maze, too. That's high. So there's there's all that uh, going on this weekend. This is at the Osceola Heritage Park. It's. Uh, times are going to be from like one to seven on Friday, and uh, Saturday and Sunday they have similar times. Yeah. So then, Can you imagine how much how much money, how much power they're going to use to all the machines that have to go. All the air compressors. Yeah, to put air in that thing to keep it up, especially with like God knows how many, how many hundreds of pounds are going to be on it. Yeah, it's going to be insane. It's going to be fun. I'll try it. Would you? I'm not a big fan of bounce houses, but. I mean, we're Amazing. big guys. It's a little difficult for us to move around so easily. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be <laughs> us standing in the front center is going to be difficult. So imagine being able to bounce on through. And keep in mind, it's all connected. So the more they bounce around, the more we bounce around. So it's, that's it makes it even trickier. Yeah. So that's going on. And then uh, Calcima Comics is mm-hmm. having their warehouse sale Friday, Saturday, and Sunday this weekend. Uh, that's at a uh, sixty-five nineteen. Pine Castle Boulevard. That's where their warehouses. That's where their warehouses at. Oh wow! So what they'll have is on Friday. Um, it's pretty much forty percent off of almost everything in the warehouse. Is there anything you're looking you you're looking into? Uh, not much. I know when I went with with Val last year, we went on the last day and it had like seventy five percent off a of pop off of uh, some pops mm-hmm. and some figures. Uh, so, yes, it's 40% off Friday, 60% off Saturday, and 75% off on Sunday mm-hmm. on, like, a lot of their older figures that they don't have or, like, are discontinued or they don't really sell. They sell that, but they do have the warehouse of the Pops, so they have a little bit of a special. Yeah. So, sometimes I think it was, like, Pops are usually, like, three for 25, and this one has, like, three for 20. So, you get, like, a couple bucks off. For for more of the ones that are, are regularly selling or in, are in mm-hmm. uh, the line, um, so yeah, that's a good sale. We went last year. They have scratch and dent. They do have a lot of one kind items. They have uh, you could buy a hundred long boxes and that of back issues that they're about a dollar each. So if you're looking for any old back issue comic books that you're trying to catch up on, they they will have some on sale. Worth checking out. I'll put a link in or I'll put a flyer out for that event. Uh, this coming week, uh, yeah, that's um, that's the only thing that's going on this weekend. Then, as, as far as I know, that's not much. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. I feel like there was something else. Oh wait, no, we do have something else. Now, now that I Whatever. think about it, our our uh, one of our coolest uh, tournament organizers, uh, Franny, she has three events this week at the uh, Microsoft Store at the Florida Mall. So she has um. Fortnite Friday uh, is duos. So, so it's, you have to check in between four to five mm-hmm. and the tournament starts at five. And as far as I remember, all the entries and all their events are free. Okay. 
that you just enter and you just challenge yourself. Uh, Saturday is Gears 5 Showdown. Uh, it's from 1P. It starts at 1 and then check-ins at 12. And you can actually check for notification in-game because it's a, it's a national tournament that uh, Gears is doing. Mm-hmm. So they, they have a lot of announcements and notifications in the game that you could read about it. Yeah. But they're for, I think this is one of the local ones in Orlando that are hosting it nice. at the Microsoft. And then Sunday is uh, Halo 5 2 versus 2 at 1 p.m. Check-ins at 12. When's the last time I played Halo? Uh, years ago. I've, I, I can tell you, I've, I've, I've never, I've never owned an Xbox. Wow. I've always, so always, you never done a Halo party before? I've never done a Halo party. Those are awesome. I've done, yeah, I've never done a Halo party. I played Halo. I've played it, but I've never, I've never did a full camp, like a full game campaign. Like okay. I went to my friend's house, he was playing it, and then I just jumped on, played for like an hour or two. No, most of the time it. I've did it. It's kind of like I, when I was playing, I felt like it was basically the original Fortnite type thing. That was all we did. It was just me and a couple of guys get together and kind of play, like you know, just go around killing each other, like yeah, like fifty fifty on on uh, on Fortnite. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah. So that's those are the events going on. We'll put another post up on when it comes up sooner, so you guys can follow it. Nice. But yeah, that's pretty much what we have going on this week, and then. Which is weird. You think there would be something else going on, considering it's Halloween, the, the weekend prior to Halloween. So it, it, this would be the celebratory weekend, I think. Yeah, not much that I could think of that was going on. A lot of things were going on this weekend, though, like immerse. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! All right, guys. As always, you can follow us on our social media: f- uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Nerds in the City. As always, let us know what you think. If there's anything that you like, let us know. Or if anything that you want us to talk about or work on to improve this experience for you to listening. We're always happy that you get to listen and talk, listen to us and let us know what you want us to talk about. And yeah. And as always, tell a nerd, bring a nerd, send a nerd. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, guys. Have a great week. Yeah.